Oh my gosh, you all are in for a treat today as Eric struggles to describe his continuum of love. He's got spaghetti on one side and the family on the other. In all seriousness, we spend some really interesting time today exploring what love means and how we can love above. Research shows that love and human connection is one of the most important indicators of our health, our happiness, and our well-being. So if you want to think a little bit about the love in your life, and you want to hear a little bit about the love in our life, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. I love you. I love you. And I don't mean like spaghetti love. You're not like a spaghetti person. I'm not a spaghetti person. You're not a spaghetti person. Yes, and I love you in an unspaghetti-like way as well. Do you think for anybody who missed our podcast last year, we might need to describe what we mean by spaghetti people? We had, we've referenced it too. I know so we have. There I think have been it's a couple times where people may pick up on spaghetti love. We should do a song. I was thinking about all the songs that I could start this podcast with. Everything from "All You Need Is Love" to "What's Love Got to Do with It," right? Fooled around and fell in love. I mean, there's so many songs. Somebody needs love songs are like a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What's what's the other one? Uh, anyway. I think somebody needs to do a song about spaghetti love. Yeah, do you have a plan? <laughs> Sorry, Moosekin knows his way into the podcast, so I let him in. I will I will work on it. A spaghetti now, love song? Yeah, spaghetti love. <laughs> it's uh, It brings to mind um, chipmunk love. <laughs> no, muskrat love. Muskrat love. I said chipmunk. <laughs> I was like, are you talking Alvin and the Chipmunks? And I, that's I what I was thinking, what but no. About. Muskrat love. So spaghetti love is going to be a little bit different than muskrat love. I think spaghetti love is a is a whole level below muskrat spaghetti love. Spaghetti Susie. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti Sam. Yeah. All right. So spaghetti love came up in a prior podcast around this idea of the way we use the word love. And we, many of us, use the word very freely. So there are different kinds of love. There's like true love. And then there's I love spaghetti. Well, I love lasagna. Maybe we should have called it lasagna love because I actually love lasagna better than spaghetti. I think spaghetti love is now a thing. I actually <laughs> saw someone wearing a t-shirt that said, I spaghetti love you. <laughs> you didn't really? No, not really. Because actually, if you if you were wearing a T-shirt that said "I spaghetti love you," it's actually an insult. <laughs> That's the thing. Depends who you're wearing it with. If you're wearing it with a friend, sure. If you're wearing it with your significant other, then uh oh. I have friends who I love more than spaghetti love. Do you think? That's true. That's yeah. true. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say acquaintance. It's almost I, like acquaintance, I, I, you know, fair. casual I, friend. Yeah, I do that too, even with people, uh, acquaintances or people, casual friends. I'll be like, oh, I love that person. But that's spaghetti love. Yeah, which honestly is sort of a th actual thing. I sort of made it up and whatever, but 
when you look up the definitions wait, of wait, love. Wait. <laughs> Did you literally just say that you made up spaghetti love? Didn't I make up spaghetti I... love? Who made up spaghetti love? You did? Oh my gosh, you say that was so, like, so incredulous. Like, you couldn't have made up spaghetti love. That is well, way too clever for you, honey. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's way too goofy and stupid. <laughs> so it had to be me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally, I, not that I want credit for it. Um, but if I made it up, I don't want to give away the credit either. <laughs> I actually think that spaghetti love is one of those concepts that that come that came out of a conversation. I actually don't think you made it up or I made it up. I think it was uh, what's the word when we both created it together? Collaborative. It's <laughs> a hard word. Collaboration. <laughs> I think spaghetti love was a collaborative effort. I agree, but. In sort of getting ready for this podcast, I looked at some definitions. And one of the definitions is like or enjoy very much. And the example they use is I just love dancing, which could very well be. I just love spaghetti. I just love spaghetti. Right. So that's actually part of the quasi official definition of love or one of the definitions of love. You know how they talk about this idea, and I don't know that it's true, but indigenous Alaskan people, they say, have many, many, many different words for snow. I have heard that. I don't know if it's true or not, but it would make sense. I think clearly we human beings need many, many different words for love. Hmm. Well, interesting, and I didn't, I didn't capture any of them. But when I was also doing this, there were there were a lot of synonyms that came along with love. Is it like adore and yeah, all those things? Yeah, all right. So there are cinnamons. There are cinnamons. <laughs> cinnamon flavored love. There's cinnamon love. I love cinnamon toast crunch. So we we're gonna talk today about love above. Love above above that's it that phrase what that phrase means and why it's important and why it's our monthly theme for 99 walks and on our bracelets for this month right yes so would you like to go first or would you like me to go first i'll start okay but this one's really tricky because there's so much it's so open to interpretation. There are so many different ways to kind of look at it and think about it. But for me, it's the start of a phrase, I think, that would end love above all else. Meaning what you have to choose is love. Choose the path of love. Okay. Love above dot, 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 all else. I can see that. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, here's here's something to sort of noodle around. <laughs> Speaking of spaghetti. <laughs> but above, you see where I went there? I did. <laughs> so this weekend, I was at an event where I knew two people out of roughly 100. And one of the things that we've talked about is the concept of going first which is if you're sort of in an awkward situation where 
you don't know people and nobody else knows people, like, go first. Introduce yourself, which I must have introduced myself to, I don't know, 30 people, 40 people. What'd you say? Hi, I'm Eric from New York. I said, hi, I'm Eric. Want to play? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just introduced myself. I said, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Eric. And they'd say... I'm actually there was another Eric that I met and he said, oh, I'm Eric, too. And we went from there anyway. So sort of that conscious act of going first. And then when I think of love above and this this theme, it sort of is like, OK. When I'm faced with situations and I'll go back to my favorite reference which is always like driving driving around and road rage <laughs> is i'm presented with this opportunity to have several types of reactions to whatever the interaction or episode is and if i put love above that's what i'm going to respond with i'm going to respond with love i'll give you an example <laughs> Okay, bring and, it. And this is this is more sort of kindness and positivity and all that. But I was driving a couple weeks ago and hit an icy patch coming into an intersection. And I was going to hit this car. Like I was I was sure of it. And the driver sort of saw it and you know, it wasn't super fast. Wouldn't have been I don't, no one would have gotten hurt by any stretch, but he sort of saw what was happening and kept like moving out of the way. And I was, I was like, I'm going to hit him by the front tire. And then he moved a little bit and I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit him by the, you know, by the back door. And then he moved even more out of the way and I'm still sliding. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit him by the back tire. And then finally he moved far enough and I got a little traction and we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't crash. So we came up to a stoplight you know, a uh, hundred feet farther and I pulled up next to him and I rolled down my window and like, I thanked him for his awesome display of driving. Like, you know, he could have yelled at me. We, it could have been a thing, whatever, but we were both like, I love you, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not exactly, but, you know, putting out positive energy, putting back something positive out of something that could have been a negative. That was a long story. <laughs> we have a 30-minute podcast. <laughs> so I know that story because I was there that day, uh, and it is a, a nice story. But explain to me, if you would, how is that? how does that tie to love above? I think it's, it's putting out, like, I made a conscious effort to thank this guy. And I think, you know, being thankful, being appreciative, mm -hmm. those are, are appreciative maybe is, is a tangential word to love. But I think that putting out that energy, let's say, putting out, and maybe love is too strong a word, but it's a type of love. Putting that out well, I guess is something I chose to do. So I put love above freaking out, above, you know, yelling crying whatever i guess that's the i guess that's the question is in your mind does that obviously that was an act of of appreciation on your part is that the same as love is that a form of love is every moment of positivity love 
do you define love that broadly? And maybe you do. I'm just, that's, that's my question. Well, again, as I was sort of doing research or just thinking about this and, you know, what is love? Isn't that, isn't that a song? What is love? <laughs> is that a song? Yeah. Um, I thought it was what, is, what does love have to do with it? That's no, a there's different another, song. Yeah, there's another song. What does what love is have love? to do with it is like Tina Turner. What is love is like an 80s sort of new wave thing. Can you hum a few bars? No. I can't. <laughs> no, no, it's just way outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> but as I was doing that, one of the things, and this is particularly in regard, I think, to your significant other, to a close family member. But one of the things is letting them, they said, and there's a quote, let them know you care. So I let this guy know that I appreciated his effort and skill. Right. But that, that still doesn't really answer my question around, do you define that as an act of love? In this context and this theme and the way I see love above, yes. So how do you see love above? Again, putting out love, putting out positivity when when faced with certain situations or choices or exchanges with with people with situations of just remembering i can approach this with a, a spirit of love Ooh, so that's what i've been searching for yeah so you're talking about kind of that those opportunities we have to make a choice uh, goes to something you you talk about often around this idea of respond don't react and what you're talking about is when faced with those situations responding with a spirit of love bingo sorry it took me 10 minutes to get to that <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad everybody enjoyed the, the near miss of the car wreck story <laughs> to get to a spirit of love yes i hope i, I hope you all enjoyed the ride see see what i did there <laughs> you're very clever today uh, for sure so certainly one vision one element not even vision one element of love above is that spirit of love choosing to respond with a spirit of love isn't that, isn't that a song is that huey lewis in the news what it's the spirit of love like from uh oh i think there back is to the future right you know I think, I think it was in back to the future you keep throwing all these potential song <laughs> titles and my brain my poor little brain is trying so desperately to like latch on to the song of the moment. You ever think about how many song lyrics we have trapped in our brains? It's mind-boggling, and I'm not even a super musical person. Uh, yeah, song comes on, I was going to say the radio, but comes on Spotify or whatever. And both of our kids are sort of into classic rock. Oh, it's one of the great blessings of our life. Uh, yes, for sure. And, like, they put something on and... 99 times out of 100, I pretty much know all the words. I know most of the words. I usually get a few words wrong. That's just like a me thing. All right. So love above. For me, it's above all else, sort of choosing love. For you, it's one of the elements is responding with a spirit of love, given the opportunity. What else? What else does this theme make you think of? Well, it makes me think of of our relationships and interestingly enough, this sort of 
brings to mind the Harvard study. What? Which Harvard? There are so many. The Harvard study. The Harvard study. Someone's calling it today. Which Harvard study? Sorry. <laughs> so, you know, the 75, well, now it's like 80 or almost 90 year Harvard study where they followed uh, all these Harvard students as well as some people from other parts of Boston through their life and what was... What was their life like? Health, happiness, wellness, et cetera, et cetera. And the thing that they found was a leading indicator of how healthy they were going to be and how happy and satisfied they were going to be was the close personal connections that these people had. So, love. Well, I think that raises an interesting question. Do you conflate those two things? Are those the same? Close personal relations and love? Yeah. They're on a scale. Oh, gosh. Now are we going into Eric's love scale? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pretty easy scale. You ready? Here's here's my, my love scale. Spaghetti, you and the kids. That, those are the two ends. I love spaghetti at one end, and I love you and the kids at the other end. That's the Eric scale of love. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> and I kind of love the visual. So, like, I see this line, you know, the way you set up lines and graphs. With, with the little triangle, like, teeter-totter underneath? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. More like a graph line. Okay. And on one end is a pile of spaghetti. <laughs> and on the other hand, in my head, there's a little cartoon of me and the kids. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's it's got to be really good spaghetti. Because, like, I don't love bad spaghetti. So it's really good spaghetti all the way to you and the kids. All right. That's the Eric love scale. How you... about you? What's Do you have a love scale? Do I, I haven't thought about it in terms of of that because uh, I don't rank it. I think I don't rank it. I don't rank love. I see distinctions between spaghetti and you and the kids, of course. But I think like I never want to get in a position or like a mindset of being like I'm, I'm putting everybody on this scale and seeing where they fall, right? Like I'm going to rank how much I love my friends oh, and yeah. I love this one more than like, so the, the scale concept, and I don't mean scale, like a balanced scale, the continuum kind of with one end and the other end and everything else falls somewhere. And I've got to kind of position them along my personal love scale that, that actually for me is sort of the antithesis of love above. And that doesn't mean that I love every person and, <laughs> and every food group equally. <laughs> Because <laughs> there are definitely foods I love more than spaghetti, I, like lasagna. I 100% hear what you're saying and agree. Like, uh, you know, where would where would I rank Moose and, like, my buddy Tom? And, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't rank all these people or places. You just asked for, like, a spectrum. So... It was pretty easy for me to come up with the bottom of the spectrum and the top. Sorry, Tom. I would definitely rank you above. 
Oh, oh that's a lot. All right. So the Eric Love scale. I don't even know where to go from here. I really don't. If we're talking about, I'm going to try to bring us back, talking about love above, right? Love above. And for me, I swear every time I hear that phrase in my head, I add above all else. And I just can't seem to move myself away from that idea, which kind of encompasses choosing love, given opportunities, choosing love, not to sound all whatever, whatever, but choosing love over hate, choosing love over selfishness, choosing love over lasagna. Well, yeah, I mean, going a little personal, you and I had a little disagreement, whatever you want to call it, last night. And no, we didn't. <laughs> you, you know what? What got us through that? I think we both choose love. You know, we could have chose. We could choose the fight. We could choose winning. We could choose whatever our side was. But I think at the end of the day, for me, I'll speak for me. I won't speak for you. You know, for me, I choose love every time over that stuff. And I think that's that's a important way that we work this stuff out. The idea, uh, there's a whole bunch sort of baked into that, but uh, the something you said in there, which is choosing love over winning, I think that's a really valuable kind of concept uh, and maybe goes a little bit against human nature and a little bit against our culture. Uh, but yeah, choosing love over winning. You know, that said, and I talk about this actually in my book quite a bit around this idea that there are some things worth fighting for. There are things worth fighting for. Like you can't always just choose. Uh, can you always choose love? Can you fight for something and still choose love? Oh, there are definitely things that you can you can fight for but and i can't think of examples at the moment but i can think of another example if if everybody doesn't mind another story i'll try to keep this one brief but i was on one of my boys climbing trips and we were out shopping for stuff to stock the the condo and i reached for one thing of ketchup like the smallest size or whatever and one of my buddies reached for the bigger one. And he was like, we should get the bigger one because it's cheaper. I said, yeah, we're never going to use that much. Let's just get the smaller one. Or, you know, it was cheaper by volume or whatever. And I said, let's just get the smaller one. And he said, no, I really think we should get the bigger one. I said, okay. <laughs> and that was it. And he looked at me and like he sort of had this look on his face. He's like, wow, you just gave up on that and i'm like yes ketchup he's like oh, i have to try this with my wife <laughs> and yeah so you know sometimes and you know it was it was one of my friends so it was a little i guess i spaghetti love him <laughs> maybe a little bit more but yeah you could you can just choose that choose that option so i think the takeaway on this specific, if I were to dig into it a little bit more, is being really thoughtful about the things that you choose to fight about. 
and I don't and I don't mean fight in a fight kind of way, but the the things that are worth the work to sort through. Love doesn't necessarily mean accepting whatever the other person has to offer you no matter what. It love is not a reason to be treated badly. On the other hand, choosing love around petty inconveniences and sort of choosing your, to use the stereotype, right, choosing your battles through a lens of love, it's actually really tricky. I think that's much more complicated than it first sounds. Yes. <laughs> that's all you got? No, it, it is. And understanding, you know, here's something we, we haven't really talked about and maybe we could do a whole nother podcast on this but there's loving yourself and self-love and how do we put our self-love above right and what happens when your self-love conflicts with your love of someone else yeah and wow you just heavy side on that one i know <laughs> It's deep stuff we're getting into, but yeah. So, you know, self-love above, which we do need that. That's super important. And then we need to share that love, share love with others and, and build that and put that above other things. So do you put your love of self above your love of others or do you put your love of others above love of self i don't think there's one or the other i think it's, it's a little contextual uh, i think at the end of the day that the end the end of my scale all right so it's it's spaghetti moose tom <laughs> you and the kids i would say right below you and the kids is me and sometimes that moves into a, a different place depending on the situation but that's that's where i'm sort of putting that so uh, again and I, just i have to say it I, I think my sister listens sometimes so you're you're way up you're you're way away from the spaghetti you're on the family side of the scale Okay, just letting you know. I mean, well, your mother listens sometimes, and too. You, Do you want you to include Pearl family. in there? I'm just going to include all family. But you have all your family on, like, a spectrum? Like where? <laughs> no. I love everyone in my family exactly the same amount. Like, on that spectrum, they're stacked above, like, above each other. Yes, they're all equal. Um, and this is actually exactly why this visual, which I actually... I'm having a ton of fun with your spaghetti on the one hand and your family on the other and Moose and Tom somewhere in the middle. I just, <laughs> it just, it charms me, but it's problematic for sure. And when you start putting your, yourself on that spectrum, I'll tell you what I think on that continuum. You ready? Yes. I think we need a whole different continuum for ourselves. So even through your lens of a continuum between spaghetti on the one hand, family on the other, I don't think you can put yourself anywhere on that continuum. I think that's a, that is a 
fool's errand that is going to land someplace bad. I think, I think self gets its own continuum Where? side by next to, next to. And slightly above or slightly oh, below? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I just, think I know you're such a guy, I think, with this. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I think that's actually a brilliant analogy that self-love is just its own thing. It's its own thing. That's the thing. Because when we get into this game of measuring love for self against our love for other people, and which is more important and which do you love more, like that whole idea just breaks down for me. Yeah, so let's put self love, love above, going with the theme, above self-criticism, above self-doubt, above self-imposter syndrome. <laughs> uh, trouble spitting that one out. So yeah, let's put self-love above those things on that continuum. And then there's the spaghetti to you guys scale. I am, um, I, yeah, I think the, the self-love continuum, the self-love above continuum, I think that one's easy. Like I, you're exactly right because it takes that completely away from this idea of love of self versus love of other people. They're completely different things. So love above self i'm going to sort of repeat what you said because i think it's it's it love above self-criticism love above self self all the horrible things we say to ourselves love above all of the negative and destructive things that we can do to ourselves put love above all of it every single one and you can do that without why do you look like you're gonna laugh no no oh. <laughs> Um, you can do that without any idea, any concept of putting love of self above love of other people. Those two things function completely separately. No. No, they don't. They don't because when we put self-love above, then we are able to love on the other scale I think even even better and deeper and stronger. No, I agree. I agree. I think self putting uh, love of self above all of the other self stuff. Yes. Yeah, empowers us. I'm just saying it gets you away from any kind of measurement of should I put myself first before the other person, people, pile of spaghetti. Yes. You Got don't. It. You don't have to figure out where on your spaghetti scale you're putting yourself because you stand your self-love stands independent of that continuum thank you for joining eric and i this week for the weekly walk podcast we would love to hear from you do you have a question or a thought about something you'd like to hear us explore call and let us know we have a hotline just for you 866-99-WALKS, extension 3, 866-999-2557, extension 3, and we will try to address your question or your thought starter in a future episode. We'd love to hear from you.